Hi, everyone. Welcome into a Thursday evening podcast here on the Storied Rivals Podcast Network. My name is Will Ford, and this show specifically is Stadium Drive, where I'm going to take you on a journey uh, from week one through the playoffs with schools that we cover in the Muskingum Valley League, the Licking County League, and who knows, maybe we'll meet, even make it out into some Columbus area schools in the OCC. Uh, but we're going to do a live pregame show on location with schools in those leagues, and uh, we're going to get you ready for some week one through week 10 action, man. Super exciting. Uh, week one, uh, we're live at West Muskingum High School, which by the time you will have watched or listened to this podcast, um, we will have already been live. Um, so you probably already saw us, um, but we're just getting these interviews and this conversation out after the fact. Um, so super exciting. Um, we're tonight at West Muskingum High School as they host the Lakewood Lancers. So we have interviews with head coach Nate Brownrig uh, and John Poulnot that you'll listen to here in a few minutes. Uh, and we also um, have interviews previewing uh, a Friday night football game in Byesville, the Meadowbrook Colts uh, taking on and hosting the Maysville Panthers. So Steve Norman and Craig Clark drop by uh, and chop it up about some football, some week one action here for a few minutes. So about five, six minutes each interview. Super fun, super exciting, super fun, funky, and fresh way to plug you into the action all the way throughout the football season. Uh, so I'm super excited to take you on this journey. Uh, and so this is going to be a Thursday morning podcast because some some games are going to be played on Thursday nights now. Uh, and then obviously most games are on Fridays, but we'll drop a show on Thursday morning with some interviews with some coaches, obviously featuring two coaches that are going to be in a game that we're going to be at on location. Uh, and then a couple coaches from a game that we uh, may not be at, um, but just to, to plug you into another game as well. So we can kind of really diver diversify, get you plugged into a lot of different games as much as we can throughout the year. And then we'll have a Monday morning slash afternoon podcast where um, we kind of recap what we saw uh, on Thursday slash Friday night um, and just kind of talk about the games that we were at uh, and what stood out, what were the highlights, who are some teams, players to watch. And uh, yeah, super fun stuff. So join me on a journey uh, here on Stadium Drive. And uh, whether you're following the games from at home or if you're on your way to the stadium, um, we're going to be the ones driving for you. All you have to do is just follow along for the ride. So it's super exciting. But let's hop into this Thursday evening show. We're going to start with the game that we're at live tonight. Um, and we were, li were live for about 30 minutes or so. Uh, and we were with West Muskingum and Lakewood. Uh, so we'll start with head coach Nate Brownrig uh, with the Tornadoes, followed by John Poulnot of the Lancers. Uh, and then we'll get into the Friday night game uh, with the Meadowbrook Colts and the Maysville Panthers, Steve Norman and Craig Clark. So super fun. Thanks so much for stopping by Stadium Drive here on the Storied Rivals Podcast Network. All right, we're here with the West Muskingum football head coach, Nate Brownrig. Really appreciate your time joining the, uh, the show today, coach. And uh, nine and three last year. Now we're starting a new year. What's the what's the level of hype around the community getting ready for week one tonight against Lakewood? Oh, the, you know, the, the hype around the community is, is definitely uh, elevated, to say the least. Um, I think there are a lot of expectations around the community. We've gotten a lot of attention from the media. Um, you you guys like to do your thing, and then came in and did a special thing on us. There, um, the uh, the guys who do game of the week came in and did a thing. So there's been some attention, um, and it's one of those things that we have talked to the kids a lot about. You know, managing those those expectations. 
um, you know, understanding that this is kind of new for, for West Michigan. My expectations weren't really like this before. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, even though we were nine and three last year and, and a step in the right direction, the bottom line is we didn't win anything. Uh, you know, we didn't win the league. Uh, we didn't win the playoffs. So, you know, we still need to play with that same chip on our shoulder. Um, but at the same time, you know, our own expectations are, are really high and nobody's expectations are higher than our own. How, how are your guys responding to that attention, I guess, from the media? Are they embracing it? Are some of them shying away from it at all? What's the what, How is the team kind of rallying around this hype, not only from the community, but the media, like you said, coming in, talking to your guys and really just kind of hyping up this football program, which, you know, has performed really well over the last couple of years? Um, I think for the most part, we've handled it pretty well. Um, we had a really, really good camp, you know, all through July and then it, it, through two days, um, which is to be expected, number one, because we are pretty mature age wise. We're really junior, senior heavy. A lot of guys coming back with experience, um, you know, so we're physically and mentally mature. Uh, but then a little bit earlier this week, we had some some kind of down practices. Um, and I don't know if it was a combination of, you know, being fair week. We're kind of on an off schedule because of a Thursday game. Um, if it's, you know, some of these. Some of this hype's been getting into our guys' heads or whatever. Um, but but we, I think, as, as a coaching staff, uh, kind of notice those things and address them uh, on the daily. And, you know, sometimes, uh, like earlier this week, had to give the, the guys a little reality check about, um, you know, we can't, we can't pretend that we've arrived anywhere yet because we haven't. Right, right. Uh, what's it like having a home opener on a Thursday? Because it probably feels like Friday for you, but really, like, you're going to play a game tonight and then, you know – then tomorrow's Friday. So it's kind of weird. Like what's it like kind of the energy of having a, a home opener on a Thursday versus a Friday? Uh, you're absolutely right. The, the whole week uh, has been kind of weird. I've been a day off. Like I, it feels like Friday to us. So like uh, the coaching staff, we joke about, you know, so like Monday of this week was actually the Tuesday of normal week. So like, you know, we have we're doing our Tuesday schedule on a Monday um, our Wednesday schedule on a Tuesday and, and, and so forth. So we, we were all kind of joking in the office about being confused about that. Um, you know, with this being week one, uh, when our, when our AD came last year and kind of you know, suggested this as being a possibility, I, I was like, it's okay. You know, I'm, I'm cool with it being week one. Uh, any other time in the season, I would definitely not like uh, an off schedule game like this. Uh, but, you know, it's been, and I, I do think that it, it kind of raises uh, a little bit of the interest because I think there'll be, um, you know, we're the only game in town tonight. So I think we'll end up having some some people show up and, and the crowd will be, uh, you know, maybe a little bit bigger. And yeah, so yeah, the interesting dynamic that you brought up with, like with a, a home opener on a Thursday, because during the summer you get all of that prep time to leading up to a Thursday game. So, but in the middle of the season, you, you have to, to worry about rest. There's one extra, there's one less day of prep for a team. There could be injuries and things like that that could happen as a result. Um, so it's a very interesting dynamic of starting the season with a Thursday game versus having it, you know, in the middle or even towards the end of your season. In my time at Tri Valley, we opened up we opened up one time on a Thursday. It was against uh, St. Vincent St. Mary back in 2017, um, and then earlier in my tenure there, we played John Glenn on a Thursday. It was like week seven. Um, Muskingum had like their homecoming on Saturday, so John Glenn was forced to move their game to, to Thursday. Um, and definitely in the middle of the season, a significant disadvantage. Um, you know, having that one less day of preparation, one less day of rest and recovery. So you really have to adjust your um, the way you approach things and, and practice things then in the in the beginning of the season like this is 
again, basically we treated Sunday as our normal Monday, Monday as our Tuesday and so on. Um, and so I think, you know, physically, uh, for sure. And then, and hopefully mentally being week one, we're, we're ready to go. Yeah. And then I, I want to get into Lakewood, um, cause they're a team that's, it's one of their more experienced teams that they've returned in the last few years. I believe they have, I think 11 or 12 seniors, if I'm not mistaken, but, um, they're a team that likes to spread you out, um, and really just move guys all around the field. Um, and, play a little bit fast, just spread out your defense, try to wear you down physically, you know, in the second half of games, try to tire, your, tire you out. Um, so what's your game plan for them to kind of cover that spread, um, try to keep them contained um, and walk out of week one with a victory? Yeah, um, like you said, especially the last couple of years, Coach Polnock has come in and this is his second year. And I think he's done a really good job with those guys. Um, I have a you know, firsthand experience in, in trying to you know, build a program from uh, you know, not being very successful for very long. And so I know exactly kind of what he's going through as far as trying to keep numbers up and, and having, you know, and, and keeping kids around to have some of that experience. So I think he's done a great job. And I think he does a really good job with, with the players he has, uh, putting them in positions, like you said, spreading them out. He's got a couple of really nice athletes that um, you put them in space and um, they're, they're hard to deal with. Um, Isaiah Mitchell being probably the, the one, one of the better ones that will be on the field tonight. So, you know, our job as a, as, a, as a defense especially is to, you know, basically play assignment football. We need to make sure we're aligned. We need to make sure we're communicating, um, you know, all of our checks and coverages and everything like that and everybody being on the same page. And, um, again, because they, you know, at least in the, in the scrimmages and, and even some of last year, they, they throw, throw, throw a lot, uh, kind of the opposite of what a lot of, teams do where they lull you to sleep with the run. These guys kind of like throw, 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 and then look to pop a big run um, in there once in a while. So again, it's just going to be our guys, um, you know, doing what they've you know been coached to do, um, you know, trusting their techniques, trusting each other, and then being, you know, very relentless in their mindset and pursuit of the football. Um, and then really the same thing offensively, you know, we need to, you know, our, our guys, especially our, our seniors and juniors, have now spent three, four years in the weight room, and we need to go out there and, and use that physical, uh, that strength, and um, you know stuff that we developed in the weight room um, to you know, hopefully come out on top. Well, the the road to the playoffs starts today, so uh, best of luck to you, Coach. Re I really appreciate the time uh, chopping up uh, chopping it up about Week One, and uh, yeah, good luck, and we look forward to watching. Coach Pornot, really appreciate your time joining us today. Uh, and you got it's week one tonight. Football is upon us, man. So it's pretty exciting, pretty awesome. How are you and your guys feeling as you get ready to walk into West Muskingum tonight? I think we're, we're feeling pretty good about uh, the way things have gone the last uh, couple weeks. Our scrimmages, um, we had some stiff competition. Two teams up north um, gave us, you know, both playoff teams and, uh, we we played fairly well. We did we did have one injury that we obviously you never want to have injury, but um, but the outside of that we came out looking pretty good um, on both sides of the ball. You know, now we got to figure out that third phase in live action with special teams. So starting the season on the road, um, it, it can be pretty challenging. And three of your first four games this year are actually on the road. So what's kind of the, the challenge, I guess? What's the message to your guys, you know, starting the week or starting the, the year, really? You're not going to be at home a lot, really, the first half of the season. So what's the message to the guys, like, as you go into week one tonight on the road and then, you know, three of yeah. the first four on the road? Yeah. Well, I mean, the biggest thing that we, we try to always talk to our kids about is, is first compete against yourself. Because we're always trying to improve our 
you know, our performance individually and then collectively we can come together, have those those elevens on the field do their do their job. It won't matter the venue. Um, you know, it's it's home or away, it's neutral. It's if we're taking care of what we what we're supposed to take care of, that, that will be determined out. Now, does it feel any different playing on a Thursday versus on a Friday? I know that it's kind of it's kind of different than what you know high school kids usually expect. They always you know used to playing under the Friday night lights, but now you're playing under the the Thursday night lights. Lights, I guess. It's a it's it's a lot different for the kids. I understand that, and even the coaching staff not uh, not playing in Thursday night uh, you know atmosphere instead of a Friday night atmosphere. But that that's pretty commonplace down in North Carolina. Um, just Thursday night games, especially since the JV games are played most Thursday nights. Uh, so, you know, that's that's a little bit different. But uh, but there are a few teams down there that you know, they religiously want to play on Thursday nights. So you get you get accustomed to that short week. Um, you know, and we had a bonus week. You know, luckily Fairfield Union wanted to scrimmage us on a bonus day anyway. Uh, Fairfield Union wanted to scrimmage us on a Thursday, so we did have that Friday Saturday to, to take care of ourselves. Have a, additional practice on Friday um, and a little bit of a, a walkthrough with our JVs even on, on Saturday type of, you know, just getting to know the offense and defense a little bit better. So, you know, that preparation will hopefully show up on Friday and Saturday or Thursday, rather Thursday and Saturday this week. Yeah. It, it, one, the advantage is that I guess it, it's you're playing Thursday in week one. It's not necessarily like it's middle of the year and you have, as you know, the six days instead of seven. So I, it's it's pretty nice having that. I guess you know the early part of the year where guys aren't worn da- worn down yet, and you know you're fresh, ready to go. So absolutely, you know, a lot of teams down 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 south will play that labor that week playing into Labor Day, play a Thursday game. So you get a you get a three day week. So your kids can come in on Monday and not feel like they've they've missed out on a on a vacation type thing. So hey, I give you Friday so that we can come in on Monday and, and let's go, let's go. So um, so it, it's it does it does uh, you know change things up as far as how are you going to handle that Wednesday practice as far as a walkthrough? Can it, be a, can it really be a walkthrough? Do you have to you know handle it more like a practice atmosphere? But uh, you know tone down the hitting and things like that. You know, we went helmets yesterday, but it was more of a practice atmosphere than it was a walkthrough. Right, right. Now, talk to me about the game plan for West Muskingum tonight then because they're they're a super tough and super physical team up front, and Coach Brownrigg has done a tremendous job over the the course of his tenure there with, with the Tornadoes. So uh, what is your plan for them tonight to kind of match their physicality um, and just play tough football with them? Well, I'm going to take the, the traditional air raid philosophy, and we're going to try to spread the field, you know, 53 yards apart, you know, from sideline to sideline, get those interior guys running sideline to sideline on the screens, um, even uh, even some stretch, and just try to see if we can't uh, get those legs weary in the second half. I know last year it was our legs that went weary, <laughs> so we lost we lost a couple guys to to. Uh, to conditioning your shoes and, and cramping up, you know, in the fourth quarter, which, you know, um, obviously paid, played into West, uh, West Mill or West Milford, West uh, Muskingum's favor. So we, we try to be mindful of that this year coming in and having a little bit more conditioning more, a little bit more up pace practice um, in the early weeks so that uh, we could try to, try to try to get those guys' legs ready for, for a, a long haul versus a, a pretty good program. 
Well, Coach Pornock, uh, good luck tonight, you and your guys, you and your Lancers. Really appreciate the time joining us. And, uh, yeah, football's upon us, man. Super excited, but I appreciate the time today. Absolutely. Anytime. How you doing, Steve? Hey, good. Well, what's up? Um, so I appreciate you joining me here on, on such short notice. I know you're busy and you're getting practice started and all that, so I appreciate it. Uh -huh. No problem. Um, so I, I wanted to, this new turf, man, looks really sick. Um, what do you think of it? What do the kids think of it? And uh, what do you think the community is going to think of it when the fans show up tomorrow night? Well, uh, we're, so we're actually, as you say that, we're getting ready to head down and have our first practice on it. Uh, they just officially are finishing up. Uh, so we're going to practice on it today. But, uh, you know, it looks fantastic. I think, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know the the color scheme and the and the creativity with uh you know the the ghost horse and the you know the outlines of the borders and whatnot was uh looks great i think the community's really gonna like it um and there's a little little bit more orange than what there was before but i think uh you know i know all of our kids uh have embraced uh you know they they like the orange and uh yeah it looks good i think uh you know the community's gonna be happy with it so yeah, it's super exciting. I, I love the look of it. Um, describe describe the emotion you're feeling and the team is feeling heading into this this new season. Like, is are the emotions almost kind of heightened whenever you enter a new year? Is there a lot more adrenaline? You know, like the practice before the first game of the year. You know, there. Uh, you know, there's always the adrenaline before any of the Friday night games, but you know, you kind of sense. Uh, you know, I think the kids for the most part, obviously they're excited, but I think they're just, they just wanted to get here. You know, right. we had obviously a you know, difficult season last year. And then, you know, you start working early in the off season, you really saw these kids from December. Um, you know, so it's been a long off season and, uh, yeah, I think they're actually, you know, they're just, they just wanted to get here, you know, just to, you know, to see, uh, you know, the growth that, you know, a lot of these kids have, you know, just physically, you know, they get a year older, you're stronger. Um, you know, some of these young guys who played last year are a little more comfortable in the system. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think they're just kind of excited to see, you know, how far they've come and, and, you know, same as coaches, we're excited to see you know, where we are now. And then, uh, you know, but, uh, yeah, it's certainly exciting being the, being the first game, but, um, you know, hopefully after last season, they, you know, they uh, instead of kind of get over overwhelmed by the moment that they they start to embrace the moment, I guess. So right, right. So Maysville's coming into town tomorrow, and they run what some people might call a kind of a dinosaur offense with that wing tee. I mean, how how are you going to plan to to stop it? Because it's almost kind of like a boxing match where it's like jab, jab, jab with the run game, and then they try to hit you over top um, with a deep ball down the field. Like, how are you going to plan to stop what Maysville is going to bring to you Friday night? You know, there's kind of been a, um, I don't want to say like a remodeling of the wing tee, but they have added, you know, what's called the gun tee. So you have some teams running wing tee concepts, just added a lot more shotgun. Right. Um, but as far as, uh, you know, Maysville, so in the two scrimmages we've had, uh, you know, their first scrimmage, they were in the gun quite a bit and threw the ball, um, you know, pretty effectively. And then the second scrimmage, you know, they were more traditional under center uh, wing tee. So, uh, it's been a, like, you know, I give kudos to Coach Clark over there at Maysville. He has certainly uh, kept us up late, um, you know, just trying to, you know, watch, you know, scrimmages and you watch old film and just, 
Uh, you know, being game one, you don't have any like team film to look at. You know, so you're looking at scrimmages, and I know coaches, you know, somewhere to myself, we don't really, um, you know, scrimmage usually not throwing the whole playbook out there. Uh, so, yeah, he has certainly made it hard on us, that's for sure, uh, with the, uh, the two different looks. And then, you know, their, their defensive scheme, you know, they run a 3-3. But like, uh, you know, other teams are running 3-3, everybody has like their own twist on it, you know. So, um, you know, they have a, they're, they're pretty, pretty athletic on the back end. They've got a uh, safety who played for them last year who just, uh, you know, he's kind of like Troy Palomalu as far he's just everywhere around the ball. And uh, so, yeah, their their scheme was certainly a challenge, that's for sure, and, and especially week one where you, like I said, you just don't have any game film on them, so you're kind of relying on some stuff they did last year, a few things they showed in the scrimmage. So it, it, it's hard, uh, definitely hard, that's for sure. Right, right. Now, if you win the coin toss tomorrow, are you the kind of coach that you, you like to take the ball or are you deferring to the second half? <laughs> Listen, we take the football. Uh, <laughs> that's generally our motto now. Set, set the tone. I love it. I love it. Well, uh, Coach Norman, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time uh, before practice today, getting rolling, and uh, good luck tomorrow, and I'm um, looking forward to watching you guys play. All right, Coach Clark, really appreciate your time uh, joining us here today. I had a week one. Football is here, man. It's so exciting. Um, what What's the feeling like going into week one? Because I'm sure there's a, a lot more excitement going into a, a new season. Um, you know, like, like there's just so much adrenaline, energy. Like, what's the the feeling like right now as you have week one tomorrow against Meadowbrook? Your anticipation is unbelievable, knowing that you know you have a shot to be one of fifty percent of the teams that go one and zero, uh, and start off your season on a great note. We have been working all off season uh, for this exact moment. Uh, we finish our workouts and everything with a, you know, beat Meadowbrook chant, and uh, that's where we're at. So uh, it's exciting. Uh, I'm excited being my 36th year in coaching that week one is here, and uh, we're able to see what all that work has done, be able to put that performance on the field tomorrow night. So you said 36 years in coaching. Is there a different, like, does it feel any different year one to year 36? Like, can you take me back to when you first started coaching week one of year number one? Like, what was it like then versus now? Is it still the same energy? Do you still have the same excitement and passion going into week one every single year? I believe the passion and the energy is still there. You know, people want to play football because they love the sport. It's an American sport that uh, kind of grew up here, and, you know, it is our pastime. So the anticipation has always been there. There is a difference in how you approach week one. You know, we used to just see who, what kid was the toughest to be able to play and hit and hit and hit and 
there was a lot of times that, uh, you know what, you might lose a critical player in the preseason that, you know, this year and previous years, and for the better of the sport, safety is more precautious. Uh, we don't try to just bang heads and do Oklahoma drills and things like this all the time. We're trying to teach techniques and how to do things the right way. So, you know, there's differences in how you approach, but the bottom line, the energy from the kids and the coaching staff has always been there. So when you get in the locker room tomorrow night and you do your pregame speech, you know, getting ready to go out there on the field, like, is it the, do you have a, a pregame speech like for week one every year? Like, is it different than your speeches any other week of the year? Like what's like, what's your message to the team going into game one versus maybe going into game 10? Like, is there a difference in the speeches or is it, does it depend on the kids you have? Like what's, what's that like when you talk to your team going into week one of the year? I would say there have been differences in uh, the approaches I may take into week one, kind of like how I get the feeling, you know, during the pregame. Or do you feel the kids are nervous? Do you feel they're anxious? You know, how how are the kids vibing, I guess, going into that uh, beginning? But the bottom line is, you know, you can be – uh, overamped, uh, do things that are unnatural, make mistakes because of that. The team that usually settles down and just gets into playing the game uh, the way they practiced is going to be the one that usually becomes out successful. And so now I want to talk about Meadowbrook specifically because last year they were a younger team for the most part, and they're returning a lot of guys now that have a year under their belt. Um, they've the, the program itself, I think, is it's become like fairly solid, very good, very competitive over the, over the last like eight to ten years. Last year was a down year at one and nine. But what did what did you do for them over the last couple of weeks to kind of prepare for what they do offensively, defensively? What's your game plan for this younger team that's coming back this year under Steve Norman? You know, they have a quarterback that uh, took its lumps last year, but as the season went on, when we did have film on them, uh, even though they didn't win as far as a number of games, they got better, and you've seen that in their scrimmages so far. Uh, they have a lot more timing with their quarterback-receiver combinations. Uh, their running game, interior run game, uh, is more uh, – you can see their line is – been able to gel together for, uh, you know, a season. And so uh, they are very diversified. They throw the ball as much as they run the ball, maybe even a little bit more. They make you defend the whole field. They'll throw it vertical. They'll throw it to the sides. They've got a great screen package. And um, they'll throw in some uh, trickery that you always have to be aware of. So, you know, we, we had to go into week one, you know, teaching the basics of football, knowing your responsibilities. Uh, there's not a lot of film on this team, you know, just having two scrimmages. Everybody, had, you know, does scrimmages differently. And so we just have to, you know, go on what we have learned during our preseason and, you know, hopefully are able to match up very well with Meadowbrook. Uh, I think our skilled kids are, um, they're, like I said, they're a little bit more uh, physical up front as far as 
returning some kids. So uh, we got to be cautious of that. Well, Coach, I know you talked preseason when you put it in the turf that kids were doing snow angels on the field, but I, I'm hoping they do snow angels in the end zone for you tomorrow night. So uh, good luck uh, to you and your Panthers tomorrow against Meadowbrook, and I'm excited that week one's here, man. Yeah, we are too, and uh, go Panthers. Go Panthers.